for Thanksgiving this year, there'll be two types of football on the TV. So, oh, that's uh, right, we got the World Cup, and we, we got uh, the other cup, the other football, <laughs> yeah, the one that kills people. So, um, wait a minute, don't they both kill people? Maybe I think one kills people faster. One's a more like sad, sad. Yeah, thing, it's like you know? sad and it like kind of like a lot more head banging destroys a nation. Which one? What is up, Real Critics? It's Jose here, as always, and you're listening to Everyone's a Real Critic, the podcast where John Wolf and I take a look at movies that have a 20% difference between the audience and the critic scores. We break down the movie, we give you the real thoughts, we break down some critic and audience reviews, and we wrap it all up with our overall real ranking. But remember, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone's a real critic. So let's get into it, John. My friend, my homie, my brother, my co-host. How you doing today? Man, I needed that energy boost. How about that? Yeah, I'm gonna there give you go. You a, I'm going to give you a round of applause. You see oh. that? Yeah, like in the I like circle. That. I like that. Yeah. yeah. We needed that energy because it's Thanksgiving time. It's the man. holiday you know. season. You know, it's the tis the holiday season. We're officially it's the in, holiday uh, season. Wow. And Santa oh Claus, and loop de bop and Bobby. I don't know the I don't know the words to that song, and I've heard it. Santa Claus single. and loop de bop. I like them. <laughs> Man, Thanksgiving time. We're recording this very close to Thanksgiving. To be honest, uh, you know, in that time of year can be can be low energy for people. Some people will get really excited. Uh, having family around the table, being with family for a long time. Do you uh, you have any special uh, traditions that you do on Thanksgiving? You know, like uh, you uh, anything like you know American flag football game. Go around uh, the table, my... say what you're thankful for, get really drunk, convince people that communism maybe was the right choice. Anything like that? That's what I yeah I do that every day of my life. Um, <laughs> so now that's not really a tradition flag as football? much as it's a constant. You know, sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, my family likes to like turn on the football game, you know, and then nobody really yeah. watches it. Uh, right. It's just on in the background, and then it's yeah, it's about like my my siblings play video games. My dad will sit in on some while my mom's yeah. kicking in the kitchen. I mean, you've been to a, a Garcia Child yeah. Thanksgiving before, you know, and you get drunk. You're the best, and you drink. Yeah. Yeah, good food, good times, good energy, good people, a lot of good around that Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, to be honest. But you know, for Thanksgiving this year, there'll be two types of football on the TV. So, oh, that's uh, right, we got the World Cup, and we We got uh, the other cup, the other football. (laughs) Yeah, the one that kills people. So, um, wait a minute, don't they both kill people? Maybe I think one kills people faster. One's a more like sad. Sad. Yeah, it's like you know. sad and it like kind of like a lot more head banging destroys a nation. Which one?
<laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, John, do you know Hopefully what Blackout Wednesday is? Blackout Wednesday? No. I that think it might be like, like a, a Chicago thing. thing. But, like, oh. the bars go nuts on Wednesday nights before Thanksgiving here. They call it Blackout Wednesday. Interesting. That's, that's, uh, I've never heard Blackout Wednesday, but back, you know, when I would go home every Thanksgiving, like, especially when you get to college and you go home maybe for the first couple times and you're like that cool dude, went to college, got What's out of the small city, going yeah. back. Yeah, I was in Tallahassee for a few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, back to that small city of yeah, Orlando, Florida. And, uh, <laughs> I think Wednesday night was the night like everyone sort of got together, and uh, you know there was usually you know quite a few. Uh, yeah, we go to Flanders. Yeah, sure. That was that was a big one. We won't name establishments because we're not getting paid by anyone. But um, there was another one. <laughs> oh, look, I don't want to get free advertising. <laughs> if you want me to say where I went. You got to pay me money. Mm-hmm. There was another one that's uh, was pretty popular in uh, the area that was close to where I grew up to, and uh, people get pretty rowdy. I can see why it's called Blackout Wednesday. But speaking of blacking out, do you? Uh, <laughs> how about last night? Do yeah. you do shopping? No, I don't. In fact, For those that aren't watching, I am pounding an entire bottle. Of, <laughs> I don't even know what this yeah. is at this point. It's Blackout Wednesday, baby. I'm going to drink my bong water. That's how fucked up yeah. I'm going to get. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> but no, John, I don't do a lot of uh, That's Black Friday shopping. What do you mean there's no, a lot of? There's Black mostly Friday browns. Uh, browns and oranges. Hmm. Yeah, but the blacks on both sides. Strange. Hmm. You don't do Black Friday shopping? I remember one time we went Black Friday shopping. That's what um, I was going to say. One time what? we waited outside of a Best Buy because uh, we, we wanted to buy a couple of we TVs. Did. We did buy a couple of TVs because funny story, I was watching, this was back in the day. I want to say this was high school years for me and you. Um, I remember sitting down watching TV one day. I was actually watching The Wrestler, the Mickey Rourke movie. The Mickey Rourke movie, and yeah. Yeah, I was in my living room watching the movie, and there was a scene, a really sad scene, where he's just drinking or something alone. He gets really sad. And I, I it was perfectly timed. And people are going to think this is fake. But he either threw something against a mirror or turned off a light or something. And then my TV just made like a pop noise and just went black. Well, Mickey Rourke broke your TV. I sat there for a good 30 seconds, like, man, this is a, a long transition. Like, what's happening? <laughs> and the t- yeah, you thought it was part of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was part of the movie. TV never came back on. TV was broken. And then, you know, that's tough to explain when you're a kid in high school or whatever. Like, your parents are never going to believe that the TV just kind of broke. Mom, it's not my fault. Mickey Rourke threw a rock inside of the TV. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, so I got really lucky, honestly, as a kid with appliances. There's another time I broke the microwave as a kid. I was probably like 11, and my parents went to a parent-teacher conference at my elementary school, and I mistook the directions to heat up the frozen taquitos in the microwave. I thought it said um, 20 minutes. It said two. 
So I put the taquitos in the microwave for 20 minutes and then went out and walked the dog and then came back and the uh, kitchen was on fire. And yeah. so the taquitos I, were gone. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, the taquitos <laughs> were not good. Um, and the kitchen was on fire. And so obviously that that was my fault. I broke the microwave. But funny enough, the next day I won a free microwave in like a lottery contest. It was crazy. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, yeah, it was tough to have to punch that old lady in the face and take her microwave, <laughs> but I did it. Um, and then the thing with the TV, you know, TV popped. And then we went to, I was like, look, we got to go to Best Buy. We got to be those people. We got to camp out. I got to get this TV for my parents because it was, yeah. at the time, it was a plasma TV, I want to say. It was that was the big deal. It was like big. It was dude. It was like two thousand eight yeah. or nine or something. Yeah, this was huge. And yeah. this plasma TV that retailed for twenty five hundred or something was like on sale for four hundred. So we had to get there, camp out. I we, and we used did my and we camped out. Prius. Yeah, we did the whole thing. And uh, I think Ari was sure there with the us. TV. Like my sister was with us, and none of us were buying there. anything. You were the one buying no. stuff. We were yeah, just there for moral time. support. Yeah, we did. We did the thing. We got it done. We trampled some people. In all honesty, it was a pretty civilized process. But uh, yeah, it was nothing like the last. movie we're talking about today. Funny enough, the movie we're talking about today—it's—it's it's very fitting. It's like the most American of American tra- traditions on Thanksgiving: aliens, independence, capitalism. We're gonna be talking about. A lot of you have probably heard about this one. It is the 2021 <laughs> hit that swept the nation. The movie is called Black Friday, which got a 65% critic score and a 33% audience score. But before we clock into our shift at Allmart, that's right, I said Allmart. Let's get to our favorite segment where we pitch the people on movies and shows that are really good or really bad and what you're watching. Yeah. So have you been? I've been watching a lot of shit, John. Have you? Have you? I feel like I've been in a little bit of a drought, to be honest. I've been like searching for things to watch that are outside of like regularly scheduled weekly programming. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, that's there. the main. The main thing I'll watch is my regularly scheduled weekly programming of like Andor. Yeah. Uh, and that's 60 it. 60 minutes, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Dateline. That's all I got. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I've I, I've been watching White Lotus Season 1, and I just finished Breaking uh, Better Call Saul as well. Okay. The whole so thing? Then, not wow, Season 6, fast. because it's not on Netflix. But, I, yeah, I watched sure. five seasons of the show in, like, three weeks or something. That's very fast. I've been in a little bit so of a So what funk. do you think? Is it really good? <laughs> It is really good. It is really good. Okay. It's I don't think it's Breaking Bad level good, but it is some damn good TV. Wow, you might offend people with that. I, I've heard the Breaking Bad clan. What are they called? Breaking Baddies? Is that what the, the fan I think they are called, called uh, Breaking Baddies. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might fight. <laughs> but I did manage to watch uh, Black Panther a couple days Same. ago. 
Wakanda Saw forever. last night. Yeah. Um. Oh, but I'm more of one of these. Are you really? Hell yeah! I'm a brown man. For, uh, you're yeah. You know, I finally sure. have a brown superhero that's not Oscar Isaac or uh, Pedro Pascal. It's nice. I guess so. And I'm just a colonizer. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> it's okay. No, wait, John, you're Jewish. You're 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 also a minority. You know. Yeah, but like Kanye West yeah, loves you right. guys. That's true. Who yeah. doesn't? Back in the it's back hard in, to find people that don't. Back in the mainstream, the Jews. Yeah, <laughs> like we never left. <laughs> Can you leave the mainstream? Uh, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Uh... <laughs> Different advice, right? okay, I think you're allowed. You're allowed to say it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you never left, um, <laughs> John's pulling yeah, over I his thought... soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, everyone. <laughs> Here we go. We're going for a ride. The uh, Wakanda Forever. Really good. Loved it. Um, I loved it. I think. I think. I was thinking about it this morning uh god damn i hate the movie theater once again i went to the movie theater and there was a family of six that brought their had to be god. two-year-old to the movie you have bad luck with this it uh the child was crying not throughout the whole movie but definitely in some of the sentimental parts in the beginning and uh that, wait the that kid was, was like getting he was getting it no. Was he crying because of the movie or was he crying? You know what? You're right. I'm unfairly pants. judging the child. Maybe it was just a bit emotional of what yeah. was happening. Maybe the child but, was like, I can't believe Chadwick is gone. <laughs> what are they going to do? Maybe. I know. <laughs> That's how I was I feeling throughout the movie. Like in the first act, I was like, man, how are they going to do this? They did a great job. Just the, I think in this movie, but also in the first movie. Ryan Coogler should write a masterclass in how to invoke and evoke emotion from a movie. Like his, the ability to draw you in so quickly in both, I think, and create common ties um, for a lot of people, but also to just make you feel something is some it's, that's a skill and a feature that is not really prevalent in most of the Marvel movies, I would say, that have come out in the last year. They're yeah. very surface level. And I think that's kind of what people were missing is that emotional tie and that and feeling drawn into the universe. And I think he does it exceptionally. And I think their ability it to felt put like in those. It's like going to McDonald's and then somebody hands you like, like a like a really nice burger on a broche bun, you know. It didn't feel like I was going for my Marvel fix for my McDouble, you know. Uh, yeah, that is like factory made on a fucking line because it feels like that sometimes with these Marvel movies. They all fall a mm -hmm. formula, and uh, this one felt it felt refreshing. I think for me because. You know, Chadwick Boseman's legacy is hanging all over this thing. And the movie had to find the like walk this line of uh like not forgetting Chadwick Chadwick, excuse me, and also like 
yeah like respecting him like the characters are dealing with grief and mourning uh and those are like really heavy themes in the in the in the movie and it somehow pulls it off it's like deft in its approach there are some things that are that felt a little you know forced for me uh but i they're nitpicks and overall i i remember walking out of the theater thinking damn they actually pulled that off that that would have been they did tough the thing yeah again yeah damn they're good <laughs> damn they're good but yeah anyone anyone <laughs> and i love like, namor oh, I watch... oh. Namor, namor is yeah. awesome he was yeah. great he was great and it was cool i mean it won't spoil too much but like the there's yeah still let's the try big... to do no spoilers yeah there's still the big act three action right but i think the way that this one ties together before the the post-credit scene is great in that there's compromise but it didn't come um with major like it started to create more characters and more world building i think in this movie as opposed to some of the earlier movies in this phase where it's like very finite it's like beginning yeah that's it um and so i thought that this was a little bit more refreshing this did definitely expand the mcu a little bit more it expanded in a cool way like yeah and not just like a three minute or 30 second post credit uh scene where you know blade walks into the middle of the room yeah and he's he's like like, oh shit oh is that blade yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly (laughs) it was it was a lot more nuanced and it was dealing with things that um like the mainstream is kind of dealing dealing with right now you know like there's a lot of colonizer talk there's talk about capitalism and the way that you at the u.s like destabilizes other nations but it's a marvel movie so it's kind of surface level yeah, uh, it doesn't yeah. really dive too deep into it, but it's there just to be like, huh? We know, yeah. we know what's oh, happening we get out it. there. Yeah, yeah. Us, the big Disney machine, we know. <laughs> We're a part of it. Yeah. Um, I think uh, for anyone that's like, oh, I don't watch Marvel movies because superhero movies are silly. I think you mentioned it, but like, this is a this movie especially is just a it's a two and a half hour uh, yeah it is long character development work you mentioned grief there's a lot of how do people handle grief especially those that are in positions of power that have to lead others still handle and deal with their own grief how do they deal with pressure and expectations i mean there's there's a lot of things that are nuanced about this movie that you get um, just like you don't get in a superhero movie, but it's kind of masked in being a superhero. And I think like that's just exceptional on both sides, the heroes and the villains. Um, And I think Marvel is usually pretty good at that. uh, But this movie, especially so really good. Especially the black Panther movies have had some very good, like nuanced villains. Yeah. Quote unquote villains. Cause at the end of the day, they don't really seem you're kind of on their side for a lot of their points, you know? Yeah. Um, but I agree. Really good. It was really good. Really bad. I've been trying to... So we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. You know, we don't, we don't talk enough about what's really bad. Well, here. I'm yeah. here for it. 
I I gave it a shot. Blockbuster, the show, really bad. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, I think I so said it was bad. fine when I talked about it. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's formula, Another baby. One? It's just formula TV, you know? I don't know what formula it was. Another it's one following really the office bad. formula and like all those things. Uh, like it just feels like the same shit. Though with characters you don't care about. Minions, Rise of Gru, really bad. Very disappointing <laughs> to have to that? say that because I am a huge fan of the Minions. But this one just felt, it felt like they were, didn't even worry about writing anything about this movie. They were just plug and play. Like, let's put the Minions really? in here and let's make a movie. It was... They're like, like just running around doing silly right. things. I don't want to spoil anything for for my other minion for, fans. You know, out your there. diehard minion fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one was like a take on um like a variety show. Uh like America's Got Talent or American Idol, those types of things. And and then Gru trying to prove that he's a bad guy and sort of how the minions played a part in the rise of Gru, but it just so it's like it a kind prequel? Of got boring. Yeah, it's a prequel. Grew as a kid in this movie. It just got it. It honestly got boring, and it just felt like everything was forced. It was like ah, I've seen this before. Like, like I've seen minion butts before. Like the cuteness kind of wore off, and I I was disappointed because I huh I wanted something fresh. You know? I've never watched a single Minions or Despicable Me movie. What? Yeah, yeah I've really? never watched them. Yeah, they're pretty good. Okay. Okay, they're pretty good. I believe you. you Maybe I will it. watch them. Are they are they like a holiday thing? Should I watch them like during oh, Christmas? They're good family or? movies. They're good family movies? They're like okay. if you need something light, laugh. You know, my dad would laugh awesome. his ass off at some minions running around. I know he it. would. Honestly, they're <laughs> hilarious. Despicable <laughs> okay. Me is great. The first Minions movie is great. Just throw it on, man. All right, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll watch Despicable Me 1, and I'll get back to everybody. You should, and it's like, gosh, I could say a lot about Despicable Me, the first movie. I mean, it's just really breaking down barriers, to be honest. Single father, raising three kids, having to be a supervillain at the same time. <laughs> I mean, he's he's working. He's an entrepreneur. He's trying to expand himself and grow as a person and also as a professional, but all while raising three amazing daughters. So, I mean, okay. you should check it out. All right. I love dad dad, dad stuff, you know? It's a sappy dad. I love a good dad movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we don't get enough of those. So, Speaking but, of dad movies, we had a dad in this spe- movie. There was a, a single dad. Father this thing is not sappy. at a toy store. <laughs> this thing is On not- Black oh, Friday. He was a dad. Damn. Yeah. Good call. Let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we had Ken over here who, you know, was just trying to do his best for his daughters by banging the hot girl at his uh, toy store job. Let's get into Black Friday. Can't blame him.
love that drop. Nick Nick killed it with that one. Like, bam! <laughs> Nick, you killed it. You killed it, buddy. You did, did it, it again. again. all right so let's get into black friday a movie that we've all heard of it took the world by storm it did did. i mean i I was lining up coincidentally uh to watch oh pun intended yeah 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 to watch this movie outside theaters you know got my Uh everything it's crazy that is so crazy. you're probably especially considering I, that the biggest name in this movie is Bruce Campbell. We've all heard. I mean, come on, who hasn't heard of Bruce Campbell? Are you kidding me? He's been in amazing movies that uh, everyone's probably heard of. It's all the Sam Raimi's, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's he actually is in the Spider-Man movies. I know. Yeah, he's a, he's he's in like yeah. every Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Actually, I'm a big Bruce uh, Campbell fan. I expected him to not really even show up in this movie because I thought they were probably going to. Yeah, but he was a pretty major character. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people were on the train for Bruce Campbell. Um, you know, when we get into the critic and audience. This guy included. On. Also, Michael Jai White. I was like, OK, if Michael Jai White's in this movie. He's got to be throwing around some kicks. You know, it's got to be. It's got to have bad. If a Michael, if it's a Michael Jai White movie, it's got bad dialogue, but like pretty good action. This movie doesn't. This movie has one of those things. <laughs> Guess you'll have to find out. You'll yeah. have to keep listening to see what it is. So I have a question for you. This movie's runtime is an hour and twenty minutes. You loved you've it. You've been on the record as saying tight ninety. What? What is this? Too tight? <laughs> this is a little too tight. They didn't have enough. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't have enough to to bring that one home for another ten minutes. Come on, yeah. But what, what, what would you, I, if, I was you could add cool minutes, with it. I would add ten minutes, and I tell you where I'd put it. I'd put it in the okay. Tell us when we get there. Tell us when we get there. Oh, you're right. Because yeah, we're we're gonna get there. All right. Yeah. So before we get into the real rundown of this, you we picked this movie. I sent I sent it to you. Yeah, what John found this reaction? movie. Well, first thoughts. First thoughts. First, well, first of all, it sounded perfect. It's called Black Friday, and we're releasing it the week like right after Thanksgiving. Uh, right so after like, Black Friday. Perfect, yeah. perfect. On and Cyber then I saw Monday. Bruce Campbell and Michael Jai White, and I was like, I'm in. That's it. That's mm. all the research I did. <laughs> what about you? So I researched best Thanksgiving movies, and this was on the list. So I kind of figured, wow. hey, if this is on a list on Google.com, because why would Google lie? <laughs> Let's be honest. Like nothing. Google on can't lie. False. Right. It's impossible for Google to yeah. lie. Um, I was like, it has to be good. Right. I mean, it seems I like the concept. <laughs> Black Friday, aliens, things happening. Yeah. Why this is not? how much sure. thought we we put into curating uh, our podcast, guys. Yeah, just Google best Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you come to us for our expert opinions. <laughs> yeah, and, well, it was I the first when I first googled it, I got a BuzzFeed quiz saying, you know, take the survey and figure out which Thanksgiving movie you would be. Oh, fun! 
naturally I took that one and then what and then were I you saw, uh, October Black, Sky Black Friday what Thanksgiving movie was I uh Thanksgiving so oh of course of course yeah unfortunately I didn't qualify for our because I thought about that as well so, that would have been fun it's probably too well liked right <laughs> yeah people probably I mean, really like Thanksgiving yeah yeah it's a it's a family class actually when i'm with my family and we're doing thanksgiving i you know a lot of people you mentioned the football game and things i just put thanksgiving on a loop in the back <laughs> and just let it play and play all day yeah they love it oh, especially my, my little cousins who are like three years old i love it too they're running you know that movie table. only costs thirty five hundred dollars to make thirty five hundred dollars yeah three thousand five hundred dollars oh god i thought it was like 35 and then not a hundred of that 30 oh wait that's what that's also the same wow man having a yeah, problem correct with that math but, guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> baby big man i'm a mathlete if you couldn't tell big math guy um, all right math guy how about you get into our real ranking then fine i will here we go Right off the rip, a parasitic organism <laughs> attacks all Mart employee Monty. Poor guy. I like that they named him though, as he prepares the store for its Black Friday sale. Monty. Wait, why do you keep saying Walmart? What? Monty. Why did you? But isn't the store that they work at We Love Toys? No, it's Walmart. No, dude. Is it We Love Toys? Oh, you're right. It is We Love Toys. Yeah. But that's weird because I took... Yeah. I don't know why I said Walmart. Maybe it's a subsidiary I thought you were doing a bit. Walmart. No, it might be a, a subsidiary of Walmart. You know? All right. Anyways. But you're right. It is We Love Toys. Yeah. So Monty uh, dies. and Or he, he dies and then he comes back to life as a monster and attacks two of his coworkers. Because he has to work on Thanksgiving... Ken Bates drops off his daughters, Lila and Gracie, for dinner with their mother and her new husband, Grant, who sucks. His daughters totally hate him because he's he like, farts. nice sweater. <laughs> yeah. This dude, Grant, farts a lot, so his daughters hate him. Ken then picks up his uh, co-worker, Chris, and uh, they drive to their late shift at We Love Toys. While anxious, shoppers assemble outside because... If we learned anything from Jingle All the Way, it's that people will kill for the for the last toy. Uh huh. While um, Ken and Chris join their other co workers, Marnie, Ryan, Archie, Ruth, Emmett, Anita, and Bircher. So many characters in this movie. As they get ready to open the store for Black Friday, Bircher accidentally locks himself outside of the building while smoking a cigarette, possessed by a parasite, a rabid shopper. Malls Bircher, causing him to transform into a creature. Store manager Jonathan Wexler has his employees open the doors. Shoppers pour in, but they gradually turn violent as the parasitic mutation spreads. Everyone eventually realizes that the shoppers are transforming into murderous creatures as they are attacked and forced to fight back. Possessed by a parasite, Emmett emits a testicle. Oh, sorry, tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. kills Anita. Emmett turns into a creature before fleeing uh, towards the store of Santa Village display. Ruth 
holds up an office while Archie leads Chris and Brian through a mutant horde to close an exit door before more shoppers get inside. Jonathan can battle a creature in a bathroom. Marnie sneaks into Santa's village and sees the transformed shoppers are being assimilated. They're literally like, they're like, like getting yeah. sucked into this alien sack. Once the exit door is secured, Jonathan, Ken, Chris, Marty, Brian, Archie, and Ruth regroup on the store floor. Driven by a possessed officer, a speeding police car crashes through the front window. The car runs over Ruth. Oh, runs over. Runs I was over wondering, I forgot what happened to Ruth. For what happened. Yeah. That car launched Ruth. That had to probably um, be the most expensive part of this movie, was having that yes. car run through those windows. Yeah, to hit that person and make them fly that far. That was crazy. <laughs> Mutating shoppers begin pouring inside again. After he rescues Chris, one of the monsters kills Archie. Bye-bye. Ken Which one is Archie? Brian oh, Archie was Michael J. White. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a brutal death. His, his head gets ripped off by a... Yeah, but you know, they kind of do it off screen. Yeah, yeah, because that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um... While talking about their various tenures at the stores, a little character development scene, the co-workers bond over sliced turkey meat. Yeah, we uh, learn a little bit more about their relationships with each other and mm-hmm. where the conflict in their relationships are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, the group conversation turns confrontational. Confrontational. When Ken and Chris argue about their disappointing stations in life, like Ken being a deadbeat dad and Chris being... A teenage loser i'm not sure um marnie calls out ken for not having a real romance with her which kind of came out of the blue like it seemed like something was there but man devastating moment for ken a mutant breaches the storeroom ken gets bitten in the commotion presuming now he is infected and will soon transform ken stays behind with chris marnie jonathan and brian go out to the loading dock to attain a truck to escape with chris unable to start the truck he and the others fight off another. Yeah, what the hell was that? Has Chris roof. never driven a car before? I think it, it maybe was a manual truck. So you know you gotta like. He's just like clicking like the, the like the air and like the radio and stuff. Like, dude, yeah. It didn't even look like he turned the key. He's like, there were so many buttons. I'm like, okay, they got a little lazy with this writing here, but that's fine. To be fair, to be fair, Chris could not know how to drive because ken is the one that picks him up for give work. him a ride so, yeah, yeah yeah yep yep uh meanwhile the building catches fire as the main sack continues growing into a massive monster that soon fills the entire store jonathan sacrifices himself to into a horde uh so that chris marnie and brian can escape back down the ground and he does that in exciting fashion what a speech uh-huh. to go we gotta I love mean, bruce campbell i was ready to run through a wall after that one Brian confesses he bit Ken in the earlier commotion, so Ken is not actually infected. Having assimilated all of the mutated shoppers, a massive monster breaks through the store's roof and massive. It is as big as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Brian tries to confront the cr- creature, but it kills him quickly. Ken rejoins Chris and Marty outside. Ken acts as a distraction while Chris tricks the monster into swallowing a forklift. Hey, man. If you learn anything from this movie, it's that the the mean craze of getting forklift certified. That's real. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Which causes the injured creature to collapse into the fire. Ken, Chris, and Marnie escape in Ken's car. However, 
more massive monsters are seen emerging from other stores in the distance. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that was it. That was that was the movie. I mean, that's it, the it movie. Was incredible. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Would you like about it, man? We're setting it up. I liked uh, that it felt like you know, like a good old B movie. Like it felt like an episode of like a, a of some sort of like anthology monster show. It felt yeah, it felt it was campy. campy. Yeah, it felt campy. Yeah. You know, we didn't know any of the actors except for Bruce Campbell, um, and and that kind of made it easier for you to fall into. I was a little bit more forgiving of like you know like the forced dialogue and stuff but overall the dialogue really wasn't that bad there were just some parts where i'm like eh, whatever um yeah i don't know it felt also like uh familiar like i've seen this movie before or iterations of it you know what i mean uh yeah. with with the cool guy the nerdy kid the girl the quirky boss the asshole manager like all of the people are playing tropes um which is fine because overall the movie was entertaining <laughs> you know i uh it's seen as someone who's never worked in retail on a black friday it <clears throat> seemed to make a lot of puns and jokes about that but uh have you did you uh have you ever worked i have on black friday i have oh worked at God. black friday overnight at a burlington coat factory when i was in high school how did this hit home for you? How did it feel? Accurate? It did feel very familiar. And they left enough stuff like out, you know? They didn't get into like the specifics of what running a retail store during Black Friday is that it, it didn't like make me go like, "Well, that's not how you do that." You know, like if you've ever seen right. The Bear, you can't that's all I'm thinking of when I'm watching The Bear. As I'm watching how they're cooking, like I'm like, why is there so much staff in this place? No wonder they're going out of business. <laughs> you know, like I'm just overanalyzing the logistics of it. In this, it was enough. It also made sense. It's Black Friday. You're going to have a big staff. Because um, there was like eight people there. You know? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I have nightmares of that those Black Fridays, though. You just hear that music on a loop. You're working with like Sonia, the seventy-five-year-old woman that's back in the shoe section, you know, who hates her life. <laughs> AKA Ruth good. in this movie. Yeah, just Ruth in this movie. By a car. Yeah. 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 It was. I get that. You've never worked retail. No. No, I worked in. Uh, you know, I cleaned dishes. I I uh, ran yeah. the back of a. Sandwich uh, and salad chain establishment. Yeah. What? So the only uh, actually now that I'm thinking about it, the only part that took me out was that they had a trainee on Black Friday. Like you wouldn't bring a brand new person in on the busiest day of the year. Hey, extra hands. They said they were short staff. So. And you needed you needed that guy to turn later on. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, what did you think about the setup for the story of this movie? Like the cold open, we got Monty. You know, he sees this big, like, pussy looking sack thing on the ground. It was goes like straight uh, for it. it. It reminded me of like an X Files cold open. You know, where you see the creature, the thing happens in like two or three minutes. It, like that's why this movie is so short too. I think is that it. 
is literally like an X-Files script. Except there's no Mulder yeah. and Scully that like run into the shop to help everybody, you know. Instead, it's up to just them. But I do. There's not a lot for me to say about this movie. <laughs> not yet. There could have been, you know, in the sequel when they realized that there are more monsters everywhere. Maybe that's when people. But show even up. that was nope. like movie. That's how movies end. That's how like Ten Cloverfield ends. That's how like The Mist ends. Like there's always like the threat is still around. Um, actually, the the mist is a little bit more tragic. That's a good movie too. The mist. Have you ever seen that movie? The mist. I don't. Know. It's familiar to it, this. Like it's similar to this. Can I, mean. I guess? Can I guess? Okay. Is there an ominous mist that takes over a town and people just start disappearing and you have to stay away from the mist, otherwise you may die. And then the only way to get rid of the mist is that the sun comes up. No, you so, don't know how to get rid of the mist. Oh, okay. The mist is So, the mist is an ominous mist. Yeah, like you said, it's mysterious. It comes into the town. But instead of people, like, getting lost in the mist, they all get trapped inside of a grocery store. Kind of like this, you know? Uh Like, they're all trapped inside of a store. And um, the real monster is us, you know? Because then people start arguing with each other and stuff. And, yeah, if you go into the mist, it'll kill you. But they don't know what it is. And uh, it's it's pretty good. It's kind of like this, dude. It's like a B movie, uh, with like kind of shitty dialogue, but the story is interesting enough to keep you going. You know, mm. or the char- and the characters yeah. are too. When you mentioned the story being interesting, I think this story really locked me in pretty early when we got the trope where Ken is dropping off his kids, and the kids are like, "Dad, why do we have to leave you? Mom is boring. Her house is boring." I like I was like wow and then they were like yeah her new her new husband smells like Axe body spray and he farts all the time we hate him <laughs> and then I was just like wow when was the last that time was we funny heard a trope that that kids don't want to hang out with their mom on Thanksgiving it's always the dad you know what I mean it's always the dad so it was I was kind of locked in I was like you know what this movie might be yeah pretty woke and I'm about you know what that. was funny and, uh Ruth makes a really funny comment, which is what you reminded me. Because I laughed at that Axe body spray line, and then I also laughed out loud when Ruth is like, "Back in my day, we used to segregate. We used to split the customers up by race." Because yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, we don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah, there was a there was a few uh, like good, solid one liners. Yeah. yeah, there was a few good ones. <laughs> What did you think about there being so many characters introduced, like, right off the bat? I, like, I lost track of everyone's name. I don't know about I that. just knew that they were going to start falling off. I knew that they, oh. like, they were going to start dying. So I was cool with it. I'm like, this is following a formula, you know, of uh, a storytelling formula that I like, though. So, like, maybe I'm biased in being, like, it, it just works for me. I can see okay. how somebody else Fair would enough. be like, this is kind of a... Uh, 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 you know, it's like everything else. There's nothing really original here. Although I will say the zombies kind of running into like a big glob is pretty original take on zombies. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit of uh, Ghostbusters-y where he kind of like Zool's kingdom or whatever. Um, but I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think? Of, uh, I also thought what was interesting about this movie is 
I think walking away from this movie, I started to really appreciate character acting or actors that are just playing monsters and beasts because the actor that plays the mon like the old lady monster in this movie yeah. has a just one go-to move where they kind of <laughs> like go like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. That was that was their thing. <laughs> Or yeah, just moving their hands in a circular motion. Around. And, and there was like, like a couple like of shots dancing. that like stay on her too long. So you kind of see yeah. how dumb it looks, you know? Yeah. They were like, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. It's so campy. It looks so bad. But but you're into the characters, you know, at this point. So like you don't want Ken to die. You don't want uh, Jonathan to die. At least I didn't. I wanted Brian to die. Fuck that guy. Brian was the manager. Yeah, the floor manager. Yeah, he sucks. I'm like, why are you so devoted to this job, bro? There's always. Did you have that one person that was super devoted to the job when you worked at the at the Burlington Coat Factory? BCF. No, yeah. everybody was like, "Fuck this! <laughs> this fucking sucks." You're all doing your bare minimum, the bare minimum. You know, everybody was quiet quitting, and this was like 2007. <laughs> We were quiet quitting before quiet quitting. Shit, I've been quiet quitting since 1992. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love that for you. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Work your wage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this movie was... The movie was the movie, man. I like... I thought it did a good job, like... The, the, I thought the special effects were better than normal. I kind of the the like web come shot to the face as an abduction. That was cool. Was like yeah, fine. It was fine. Like I I didn't need to ask too many questions movie. about like you know nope. what the power like it was all understandable. Uh, yeah, yeah. That I was think under- it was just like, like solid. I agreed. I mean, I think. It was by the book, and you know what things were at the time. Like, I know when uh-huh. I get cum shot in the face, like, look, I'm also entranced and become kind of a monster <laughs> hey, afterwards as monster well. Monster time. So it is what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I get <laughs> cum shot out. to the face, I become an animal. Let me tell you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the, oh that old Jose, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead now. I I also thought that the movie did a good job with the the core characters, giving them room to kind of everyone had a little bit of an arc, I would say, and it gave room for these these people to grow. It sort of reminded me of a like a Broadway play where or a musical where each of the main characters gets their solo in one of the songs throughout yeah. the play. It seemed like in this movie, everyone kind of got their one speech or whatever. This it might have been credit. <laughs> Yeah, it might have been forced, but everyone got their like That's one true. to two minute monologue in there to really just talk about their character and give insight as to who they are and what they wanted to get done. And it but, was man. just enough, you know, like I felt like just enough. If there's one thing I would change, like I was saying earlier, is I probably would have spent just a little bit more time fleshing Ken out. Making him maybe a little insecure in the beginning of his standing, and that's why he puts on this cool guy persona, so that when, you know, they all confront him in the third act or at the end of the second act, he has that moment of being like, "Oh shit!" Like my fears 
you know, like it's real. <laughs> but I mean, you didn't. It wasn't necessary. It was still enough to keep the Ken storyline going, or maybe even Chris. Maybe a little bit more time with Chris, since they really seem to be like our protagonists. You know. Yeah, yeah. The the only like I guess through line for Ken was that he tells his daughter, he tells his kids when he was dropping them off that you know only heroes work on Black Friday. And he ends <laughs> yeah. up saving the day at the that. end. He becomes the hero. He becomes yeah. the hero at the end of the day. Were you but waiting for Ken to be like, I started working here for my daughters. Like, you think I wanted to be at a toy store? Like, I was waiting for me like, you think I wanted to be at a toy store? I When I was, a, you know, like when my daughters were growing up, I got them this toy and it like, and they loved it. And I promised to myself that I would give them any every toy they wanted or something, you know, to like motivate him. With his kids, I I just Maybe was waiting for them to be for him to say that he's like, and then I I'm stuck here now, you know. But I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it's just me. Maybe, but that was kind of Chris's thing, right? He was like, "Yeah, I got a toy from here, and I, uh, it was my dream to work here." Yeah, that was weird though. Like, was it? Yeah, that didn't really make too much sense for his character for me. It kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like I felt like it would have made sense for Ken to have that kind of a backstory. Chris would have, yeah, I don't know. Chris, Chris is kind of an open book at that point. Like he kind of is. Like Chris is kind of like a nothing character. He's kind of a dweeb. Yeah. Like, why I do his parents that. hate him so much? <laughs> his know. dad is a fucking asshole. I don't know. I do mean, I got to pay like... rent? <laughs> Doesn't everyone's parents hate them? You know what I mean. Maybe a little um, bit. Probably a little bit of resent. I thought that the the love of what's her name, Marnie, was gonna be like just hook up with Chris at that one point, and then Ken. Was yeah, like, that was. I weird. got that was vibe like too. Weird, it was like a weird, like I'm not sure what Marnie was supposed to be in the movie other than. Yeah, she's she playing that. They're all playing stock characters, you know, like just yeah. the the hot girl too. Huh. Yeah. So we get to the end. Brian was really acting his ass off at the end before he gets clipped by the monster. They drive away. Um, yeah. Before you get there, Were though, you, John, yeah. uh, you have a note in here that I want to talk about really quickly because I thought the same thing. I thought Dower Dennis was going to be the thing that lights like the propane tanks off. And that that's how what he was is Dower like, Dennis, the teddy bear. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I thought Dow- I, I thought, thought he was that. gonna like throw Dower Dennis and he's Dower Dennis. All the lines that they wrote for Dower Dennis though are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he sounded great. He's like, oh boy, I another nine to five. <laughs> yeah. Here I go, he's going like to work Carl- again. He's like Carl Havoc. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Tower Dennis. But I thought he was going to like, you know, because he was sparking. I thought he yeah. was going to be the thing that like lights the propane tanks on fire and like blows up the big monster. But no, <laughs> that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they literally could not have set it up any better. Totally didn't happen <laughs> at all at all yeah so they kill i i think i already mentioned this they kill the beast 
through a forklift because look, it's not a joke. Get forklift certified. If you are looking to get cuffed this holiday season, hear me out. Forklift certified. And any That's why I have the mustache. Apocalyptic. Exactly. In any kind of apocalyptic monster type scenario, you're the superhero, baby. Yeah, you're going to be Ripley. You're going to be Ripley in Aliens. You're going to get on that power lifter, a.k.a. the forklift, and you're going to drive it straight into the monster's heart. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be doing the power lifting. And you're going to be certified to do it. Shout out to all the kings and queens getting forklift certified this holiday season. I love that. If you're looking for a good gift for anyone, forklift Forklift certification. certification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you're welcome I'd actually be, that tip's be, free I'd be cool with that gift genuinely <laughs> alright I'll write it down yeah. I'll add it to my resume yeah just randomly <laughs> yeah I'm like applying to be a bartender forklift certified uh, what makes me special forklift certified how many of your employees have a forklift certification <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, my biggest dream is to open a forklift bar, like a forklift uh, dive bar. Yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> I serve all the drinks via forklift. Uh-huh. So, boom. Like, me, me, me. It's like a 50, yeah. 50 by 50 space. You need like so much space. <laughs> you like back up to go give the drink to them. Beep. Beep, beep. Here it come. Here's your Long Island, ma'am. Beep, beep. No drinks for me on the job. No. All right. So the door. Let's get let's get it to the. Were you hoping for a sequel so. when this movie ended? I was kind of hoping for a sequel. I was like, man, were you what really do, do with these other mon- How many forklifts are in this town that they could take out these other monsters? You know. I don't know. It, like I said, it ended. And I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, like this problem yeah. isn't. They're just. They're. They're. It's like The Walking Dead. You know, like season one and they. They can't. They have no power over doing this. All they can do is survive for thirteen seasons. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say something. Well, I'm listening. The Walking Dead. Overrated. I think I watched the first two or three seasons. You talk about a formula, it's the same thing every yeah, season. Yeah. We got to get like out of here. Let's formula, travel yeah. somewhere new. Let's get to a new place. Oh, bad things happen, bad people. We got to get out of here. Well, that's <laughs> why when you look new. at the ratings of it, it's just like like it goes straight up for like three seasons, and then it just drops for the next ten. There's so many fucking seasons of that show. And they're probably still making it. Yeah. No, it just ended. It literally, oh, it they just did the series finale, like, wow. I want to say in the last week or so. Really? Yeah. Is it one of those things like uh, Days of Our Lives where by the time they get to the end of it, none of the original people are on the show anymore? There's like maybe one. I think there's like Who? one or two. Uh, Carol. Uh, Carol? Carol? Oh, Daryl. It's Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Daryl, Carol, Carl. <laughs> Meryl. Yeah. Uh, hey, those were our thoughts on the movies. 
How about we get uh, Critic and Audience reviews? Let's go! Um, something tells me that, uh, do you think the critics or the audience is going to like this one more? Well, if we know anything, we know what the Rotten Tomato scores are of this movie. The 2021 blockbuster Black Friday got a 65% critics critic score a 33% audience score <laughs> let's hear what the critics have to say uh 65% from the critics they seem to like this one quite a bit this first one from easy reader um nice platforming like off the horror genre this clever often hilarious film is effective until it collapses under its own weight but until it does it's a fast funny an engaging ride. Boom. This next one, IGN movies. Not all comedic elements land, but the movie's energy and ensemble help carry it across the finish line. Seven out of ten. I seventy percent. I do agree with both of these so far. Right? It's it okay. is fun, fast, engaging. Uh, the cast is surprisingly good for a bunch of people we've never seen before. Uh. I don't know. Do you think it collapses under its own weight, though? I just feel like, what did you expect? <laughs> it's just that's how what that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. What weight? What yeah. Weight? There was no weight to this movie. <laughs> There's no, no weight. <laughs> it honestly sounded like you were describing a Fast and the Furious movie. It's fun, fast, engaging ride, ensemble. Collapses oh my god! Under you're its right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, John. That's a good point. This next one. <laughs> Elements of Madness, which is a great name for a publication, to be honest. Yeah. I don't I know what that. the elements in Madness are, but I can only imagine. They say, all attention, frustration, and entitlement retail workers experience is the perfect basis for science fiction and horror tale Black Friday. Black Friday is always about survival. They just give it a spin. That makes it more literal. Three and a half out of five. Oh, it rhymed. You know, I, I mm. kind of wish there was a little bit more anti-capitalism talk in this. There was quite a bit. I feel like maybe in the beginning, you know, but it wasn't like, yeah. The monster It was more is. about how shitty it is to work on Black Friday. I love that yeah. this, this person says Black Friday is always about survival. It is, dude. People die. Bruce Campbell said it. I just want to be a part of this person's Black Friday. <clears throat> just hunkering down in their basement with their yeah. hundreds and I mean, hundreds of cans of food. When's the last time though, that ammo? you actually like waited to buy something on Black Friday? On Black Friday? Couldn't tell you. Me neither. 
I was trying to think of something goofy. Yeah. But, uh, well, I wanted I a, 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 a genuine response for that. <laughs> yeah. Because, no. like, I don't know. Maybe it's millennials don't really give a fuck about Black Friday anymore. I can't imagine that it's as crazy as it used to be, right? Everybody's got well, Amazon. You just get everything online now. Just yeah, exactly. Amazon for Black Friday. Or, like, you do your Black Friday shopping online. That, I mean, I do that. Like, I'll go online. I would watch that movie. Stuff. Like an Amazon warehouse goes fucking wild on Black Friday. That would be good. Write it down. <laughs> Let's call this dude Bruce Campbell up. The sequel. I bet he would do it. Yeah. Should we email him? He survives. Yeah, he survives in this movie. He's playing the yeah. same Jonathan. I would watch yeah. that. And now he just got a job or at Amazon brother. because We Love Toys went under. His twin brother runs an Amazon packaging factory. <laughs> Warehouse? Yeah. 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 He's like, come on, guys. All no right. potty breaks. <laughs> <laughs> no potty breaks. It's Black Friday. Nobody takes a piss until the end of their shifts. Ever. Eat a lot of salt. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. last one. Filmauthority.com. A proper guilty pleasure. A zesty energetic romp that never takes itself seriously for a moment like, i think that, that also zesty. is why it excels it's because it doesn't take itself seriously it's like we're trying to no, we're, we're here to make a goofy movie yeah zest zest <laughs> zesty overall uh i would say the 65 percent probably comes from uh the critics enjoyed the freshness zestiness of this movie as it compares to uh, a lot of campy b-list horror movies um so they appreciated that this movie it came in with its identity it knew what it was and it kind of kept that throughout the entirety of the film um just good time you know yeah good campy romp funny good rompy romp, good romp around yeah mm -hmm. hmm. just romp around so that's romp, what the critics said let's get to the down. audience who gave this a 33% clearly hated this movie. This for, first one uh, from our friend Michael here. Despite the great sounding, fun premise and Bruce Campbell, this is sadly exactly what the critic and audience score suggests. Meh. If you're in the mood for something like the, this, watch Cooties instead. Or the Blob remake. Both far superior movies. Two stars. Have you ever seen Cooties or the Blob? Remake? I have seen Cooties. <clears throat> Cooties is good. Have you ever gotten Cooties? Oh, I, I get Cooties every day, buddy. <laughs> what? Gross. Don't you get... Yeah. <laughs> Swimming so in Cooties. Ew. Ew. Um, I, uh, circle, circle, dot, dot, I got my Cootie shot. So I'm good to go. Good for you. Where do they yep. put that? Backs up. Where do they... Where do they... Where do they... Yeah, 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 but where, where do does they it go? Up? Where do they? The where they... Shot? Yeah. If In I told booty, you, right? I have to kill you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the booty. cootie shot for the booty. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this next one by Gerard. Um, someone should tell this person they spelled their name wrong. Could have been a funny parody of all things retail on Black Friday with the 80s horror element thrown in, but the writing wasn't there to accomplish it. Two star. It's like, so you're criticizing the movie because it wasn't what you wanted it to be? Right. Watch a different movie. Like, yeah. That's your own problem, bro. Idiot. 
Yeah. This next one. Yeah. And could have been it could have been a scary movie. You know, but it wasn't. It, oh, the here we go again. Wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. here, here we go again. Yeah, could but I don't get scared. So, so. Scared. yeah. <laughs> next, next one, Antonis. It's better than most B movies for sure, but Black Friday still fails to land the scares or to fully put to great use some of the bigger names within its cast. Four out of ten. Oh, kind of struggled. I, you know, that there's one, a huh? lot of big names on this cast. <laughs> Yeah, you know all the big names on this cast, like we Bruce Campbell and Michael, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> yeah. That one guy that looks familiar from the other movie show that you watched. Yeah, he's in it too. That's right, yeah. The Joel you know McHale lookalike. The no. who? No, who are you talking about? The Brian. Isn't he? He's in something else, right? He's been around. I've seen him. Which one was Brian? <laughs> <laughs> the manager. Oh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. Oh. The jerk. <laughs> the shift manager. Or like the I've never seen him in anything, no. You've never seen him in anything? Oh man. I've never I've seen, seen him in anything. <laughs> How about that? I've never seen him in anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. So it sounds like uh, Bruce Campbell was the movie saving grace for the for the critics. Like a lot of people were just drawn to it because of him, um, but people kind of didn't think that the writing was good. Thought it was lame. Didn't think it was funny. Didn't think it was scary. Sounds like the audience had high expectations for this B movie. So uh, unfortunately, the writing team let them down. Yeah. Sorry. Unf- what what an unfortunate turn of events. It wasn't the movie that they were looking for. Huh. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, fuck that. To be honest. Hey, I went in, what's... I watched The Barbarian. I watched Barbarian lately. Oh, dude. And I cannot tell you how disappointed I was that it was not a Conan the Barbarian prequel. Like, <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> I gave it a one star. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger never even showed up in the movie. Yeah, dude. Bullshit. What a bummer. What a that bummer. That movie was really good though for what it's worth. For what yeah. We're out of that, but yeah. Agreed. FWW. Agreed. So let's get into our and, real ranking, John. Yes, get it. I would give this movie, John. What are you giving this movie? Out of 100, the real rating. 100 for the greatest movie of all time. Zero for maybe a movie that was made, but we never saw. Batgirl. What are you giving it? I'm going to give this movie, John, a 62 out of 100. That's right. Wow. I think it's... A solid movie. It's a B movie, like we said. If you accept that from the very beginning, your expectations will be met. Um, it's funny. It's fast. It's not very long. <laughs> it's efficient. 
and but unfortunately it follows a lot of tropes that we've seen before um so, but it, it pulls everything off pretty well with a little with a little uh with a little bow tie is that the word I'm looking for? Like Jonathan. A little, yeah, yeah, like Jonathan wore. What is the what's the age cap for a bow tie? I think like so. Four there's years like old for me. So yeah, you, you're like a child, right? As soon as you hit like eight years old, you're too old for a, for a, a bow tie. Mm-hmm. But then you can go probably I would say like forty five years without wearing one, and then when you're an old man, you can wear one again. You know what I mean? Then so it's when okay. You're 50, again. you can wear a bow tie. I think you got to. Yeah, dude. Maybe a little this. older. Maybe a little older. You're right. Yeah. That sounds young. You know, yeah. unless you look bad, <laughs> like <laughs> your 50s. But man, the years have been rough on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that. Or if you're you're like a ventriloquist kind of uh, performer or something like that. Like you're the dummy. Um, yeah. I would get where somehow like you could wear a bow tie and like it can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, sure. You're like, already a ventriloquist. You might as well wear a bow tie. <laughs> everyone hates me already. Yeah, you know? I might as well look the dentist. part. How mm-hmm. how much worse could my life get? You know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, dour dentist over there? My wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well wear a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no um i'm gonna give this one actually two different rankings and uh, oh i think this might this might qualify for some movies that we do it's a curveball future and i bet i bet some in the past so i'm gonna give this one a solo ranking me watching by myself i would give that a 59 out of 100 so very similar same reasons but i think if you watch this movie with at least one other friend or a person it goes way up oh it bumps I think up this movie shoots this movie shoots up to an 82 when you watch it's it fun friends. it's a fun one yes. to like comment and t- and like yeah, yeah joke around at that's a really good point damn an 82 fuck I think when you watched it with someone else there's a lot of laughs in this movie is that what happened to you did you watch this with, with katie just my imaginary friends. Yeah. Uh, really we were having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> You're like sitting there. You got like an arm around each yeah. one to your side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were all drinking oh. beers. We were having a good time. Yeah. Oh, you, you were oh. <laughs> Did you see that? Jesus. I don't know if Brian's going to make it out of this, guys. <laughs> Good one. Good joke, Marianne Jane. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> Holy crap, that's so funny. <laughs> She's a hoot. She's Anyways, a what did you guys think of Black Friday? Let us know on our socials at EARC Pod. Be sure to catch all of our other episodes. If you watch this with a friend, please tell me. Please tell yeah. me. You can reach me at Hoser Loser on all of the socials. You can reach John over there at John B. Wolf. Uh, yeah. And today, it sounds like we sided with the critics. Yeah, we liked it. It wasn't bad. Was we bad. liked it. We liked it. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Or, oh shit, this is coming Watch out on, on Black Friday. Oh, this is uh, coming out after Black Friday. Go back in time. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, watch it the day before yesterday. 
<laughs> All right. So, yes, today we sided with the critics. But remember that at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone's a real, a real critic. Oh, show hands. Nice. Show hands. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs>